0: Well, sit back and enjoy the ride now. Um, I'm going to invite the team that went to serve um, Jackie on Friday and Saturday to come and give some of the testimonies because we have so many wonderful stories we want to share. And we know that that builds up and equips and encourages the church. And um, Jackie's an amazing lady and her conference was called Everyone Has, Everyone Can. And I wonder if that shouldn't be our watchword as we focus on being kingdom people this term this year this whatever that everyone has and you're in everyone in the greek in the latin in the french in the hebrew in every language everyone means everyone everyone has everyone can so that's each and every one of us um Jackie then decided she wanted stories about multiplying food who's got a story about multiplying food. And guess who bounced to the front? Watch my eyes. And um, they were so impressed with his story, they want to interview him for Premier Christian Radio.
1: Go for it. Um, As most of you know, Jill and I, we church planted into Malawi, and we were there 13 and a half years. Um, and a number of years into being there, we were working with a, a children's home down in the Shiri Valley. We lived in Blantar, which was up high up. Uh, got hot, but not as hot as down in the valley. And we were working with this children's home. One of the pastors, the leaders down there, a wonderful man, had this vision where he took in children. He had, a, he had um, 50 girls, 50 boys, and he built, he got land from the chief, and he built this, this home. And he said, it's a children's home, it's not an orphanage because these children have a father, a heavenly father, and um, they were amazing, and he organized teams from the village, Many of, most of them were in the church, but from the village, it'd be every week, there'd be five ladies that would come and help and serve, and do the cooking, and the looking after the kids, and whatever need to be done, there were other team members there, and we just felt we wanted to go down and bless them um, on Boxing Day. I mean, just crazy, boxing, go down in Boxing Day, you know, we just had Christmas, we're going to head down to Boxing Day, on Boxing Day, down into the Sherry Valley, um, where you're down at sea level, in December it's 40 degrees in the shade, um, and about 20-odd of us from our church went down, we'd spoken to Stephen about doing it, so got 100 children. You've got a bunch of workers that are there as well. And then obviously you've got to have some of the dignitaries, the chiefs and all of that. Just African culture. You can't do something like that and not honor those that have blessed them, that have given them the land and all of that. So we figured out there'd be about 200, 220 people there that we needed to feed. In Blantyre, there was a shop there that one of these big chicken rotisseries that could cook the chickens. We got them to do it. The guy came in like midnight on the 25th, 26th of December, to put all these chickens on and cook them so that at 6 o'clock in the morning, when I got there, they were all cooked and had been quartered. And we put them into big hot boxes to keep them hot. And um, the church um, cooked rice and um, put all that in hot boxes. And we got everybody to make tomato and onion gravy, but thick. And we um, put that in, in containers took down big pots with us on gas cookers, added more water to that to thin it out. So they'd have chicken, rice and tomato and onion gravy and then also a whole bunch of cooler boxes of um, ice lollies that they could have for treats afterwards. There were at least four or five ice lollies each. They, they cost pennies, um, but they were delicious um, to for these kids to have that down there and everybody else. And when we got down there, there weren't just the children, the workers the dignitaries, there were also the grannies and the grandparents and the people from all around that had come in, and there were over, over 300 people there. And we knew we had 220 por- about 220 portions. That's what we had. So I just said to our team, to the adults, "Listen guys, you know, just hold back. Let our kids, just, you're not going to get. There's not, you're not going to get that." Everybody got a meal. Everyone, when the last person in line took out, that was the last piece of chicken. In the, in the hot box. Yeah, everybody, everybody, all the team, everybody out there, our team, no children, nobody went without. And it was just amazing how God did the multiplication. He did that. And so, yeah. Mm.
0: And it doesn't end there because this morning um, Marty and Tracy experienced some multiplication. Do you guys want to come and share that?
2: I'll let you tell the other half of the story. I'll start. So, um, okay. <laughs> I, I've got a f- slow puncture and um, I need some air in it. I need to keep topping it up with air and um, it's okay to drive, but um, I was going to put some air in it this morning because uh, I just wanted to be sure. And when um on my way, there were a few petrol stations, but I knew the one uh, that was convenient was not working. So I went and got Tracy first and... Um, I said to her what the situation was, and I said, can we just pop down to uh, the one close to you? And she said, yeah, let's go, let's let's do that. And before I got out of the car, I said to her, um, Tracy, I've got, uh, they usually work with a pound. I've only got 50p, um, and let's check if it works with 50p. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to have to get some cash out. I don't have any cash. And so Tracy, the very generous um, Tracy, just... Told me very graciously that she needed any, she needed to take money out anyway, so she's going to go and get some money, <laughs> and then I got out of the car to go on go go and um, go on her side, um, and you can tell the other half. <laughs>
3: yeah, Marty. Marty has a look. Sorry,
2: Marty has a look to see.
3: Oh, Marty has a look to see how much money it took, and it took a pound, but it took it in fifty Ps. So I got out of the car to just go around to get some money and go and buy a packet of polos or something. And as I got out of the car and looked down, there was 50p on the floor. <laughs> so I had to call her around to make sure that I'd actually seen this. But yeah, so there's 50p. So we had two fifty 50 50ps. The fact that the air didn't work was nothing to do with it. <laughs> She's still got two fifty 50 50ps. <laughs> I-, I will make sure to use them. <laughs>
0: just going to invite um, people that went um, over the weekend to come and share their experience, their testimony, whatever it is they want to bring. So who'd like to come up first? Bob, thanks. (laughs)
4: Um, Many years ago when we were working with Jackie in what's called Hangfoot Camp. Every Christmas, um, those that were there, she told you about the Christmas, about the multiplication of the turkeys. And she told you very briefly about the Christmas presents. But it was a bit more spectacular than she mentioned. Um, There were lots around the area, there were lots of, um, I don't know what you would call them, Here we would call them slums, but they were normal housing accommodation for these people, and there were lots and lots and lots of little kids, sort of ragamuffin type kids, no, 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 bare feet, shorts, t-shirt, and that's it. They just ran around. Hong Kong's hot in the summer, so no one cares. They just ran around all over the place. But they knew every year that the Christmas party was held and that everyone was invited, so. Every year, we used to ask people—not us personally—but uh, Jackie and the people in the Hangfoot Camp just said, "Look, everyone must from now on must start bringing a, a, a present and wrap it for a boy or wrap it for a girl and, and put it in the bag at the back." And this just accumulated over the, the couple of months leading up to Christmas. And so we were in that—we were—we were delegated to be the ones giving out the presents. So there was Yvonne, myself, and uh, I, there were. Two other Chinese guys helping us. They may have been ex-brothers, ex-drug addicts, um, who were now Christians and working with Jackie. So there, I think there were three or four of us in the hut, and it was a, it was a, I don't know what you call it, but it's it's a the, the door that's in two halves and you barn barn stay uh, kitchen, I don't know what it's called. Anyway, the top the top you can open and you got a little shelf there. So we had this open so they couldn't get in. And down the side of the the um, the hut, there was, there was this whole stream of kids waiting for their presents. There must have been at least 50, at least 50. So as they came along, we gave them out present, blue for a, a boy, pink for a girl, and, and just we just kept going and kept going and kept going. We had, I, I don't know how many we had, but we probably had at least 100 presents. Um... It was a big bag, and it was about this full. So there must have been at least 100 presents in there, some big, some small. But we realized that we only had three left, and we said, well, hang on a minute. There are only 50 kids there. Where are all the presents gone? So we went and looked, and we realized that a lot of the kids, the smart ones, were just coming up again and again and again. And we were just handing them out. We weren't saying, hang on, I've seen you before. We were more concerned with getting the presents and handing them out. And so we said, oh my Lord, what do we do now? So we didn't have a, 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 a we call it in Hong Kong a chop, a stamp to put on their hand and to say you've had one. They were waiting for their presents. So what are we going to do? Well, let's pray. So we just prayed, Lord, multiply the presents. So we said to the kids, right, now one each. When you come, you go that way. And you don't come back again. And we gave out the presents, 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 we gave out the last present. When we looked, there were still the three left that we had originally. God had just multiplied the presents for what we needed, and there were still the three left.
0: Who's next? Testimonies of the experience over the last two days. It's my luck.
5: Um, Dennis and I were sitting in one row at this conference centre and there was um, some guys sitting behind us, and we had our sort of badges on Stephen's society Works. And this guy just had a normal, like, little bit of sticker. And um, we started chatting to him. And I just felt, like, overwhelming love for this guy. And um, I just felt God was saying that he's going to cast out demons, heal the sick. And and he said that years ago he'd had that word spoken to him. And he was actually a vicar of a church. I think it was Cobham. And he just glowed with Jesus. And I, I didn't know who he was. Could have been anyone, dustman off the street or whatever. But, um... God just encouraged him. And I thought, you know, Lord, you're so gracious because you know what each person needs. And it was lovely. And then at the end of the conference yesterday, um, we had this older gentleman come up, about my age, and um, we were talking to him. And he said, you know, that he'd been so um, without stuff, encouragement as a child, and that his younger brother, I think it was his younger brother, took everything that he needed he wanted to sing he wanted to join clubs do sports but he lacked encouragement from his parents and um, he just started to cry and he looked like a really together English guy and English guys don't cry very often and um, he just like sobbed and we prayed for him that God would heal him and that he'd be able to have opportunities that he'd never had as a child and he was 78 he said that he just felt God was saying you know go and do it and um, it was so amazing to see that happen. And we just prayed that he'd be filled with the Spirit. And we prayed for his ears because he wasn't hearing right. And uh, it was just such a God time. You know, it was God. And um, just want to give him all the praise and glory. Yeah. Hi,
6: so I was only able to go yesterday and I don't have like a one testimony to share but I just wanted to just explain how amazing the music was and the worship and it was just so incredible just to be caught up in this worship and praise that happened and there were all these people with different instruments and they just kind of all played at different times and it was just it felt like heavenly angels praise and worship it was really unbelievable um, and it was just such a fantastic opportunity. Like I thought in the beginning when Bob and Yvonne mentioned it, I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. But I kind of got roped in and I'm really glad I did. Um, we've learned so much over the last few weeks, thanks to Bob and Yvonne for the training. And it was just incredible to put it into practice yesterday and just to just to realize how valuable that training was and that we are here to equip other people to go forward, not to just kind of stand up and... Like Jackie mentioned, not to just stand up and have the platform, but to try and equip other people to learn those skills to go forward. And I also just felt um, one of those things. Just the word mercy. She spoke about um, mercy being compassion, and um, just about how mercy means to go and actually sit with people who are who need, like maybe sit with homeless people or whatever, not come down and try and preach to them or try and solve all their problems, but literally just to sit with them. And that really just resounded with me. So I don't know if that's a word for anyone, but um, I just wanted to share that.
7: It's so good to be back here again. Um, I spoke to Cliff this morning And I said I had a very, very deep, flat feeling just after we left Jackie's meeting and made our way to the hotel. And it didn't take long before God showed me what that was about. We are entering a stage now after the conference where the rubber hits the road. And the high that we had has got to be translated into action, and that is the difficult part. I had two pictures while we were there. I'll try and make it very, very short. There was one song we sang, which was about chains being broken and falling off people. And I saw a picture of the chains, chains at our feet. What you're meant to do then is to take a step If you follow me, you'll be safe. If you go back to your chains again and begin to play with them, you'll find yourself entangled again in the yoke of bondage. <clears throat> one more, <clears throat> this one. Uh, Bob, Bob just prayed for me a moment ago, and he said, "I will have insights, r- revelations." which I won't completely understand. This is one of them. <clears throat> we sang a song about Jesus bearing our crosses. I saw a picture of him walking on the road to Calvary, bearing his cross. People on the roadside were were stepping forward with their own crosses. And each time they did, Their crosses melted into his, just disappeared. Then this morning there was more. He replaces the crosses that they gave to him with a very light one, which fits us perfectly. It was a wonderful weekend.
0: Before the next one comes up, I just want you to know that We are equipped and we do have all the gifts because the Sunday before we went last Sunday we were praying here as we've been practicing giving words and there were three words about chains from Bob, from Jan and from Mark Stoneham. Three words about chains and this came up and up again at the conference and you've just brought up something again now. So Just because we went to a conference doesn't mean we're any more equipped or gifted or blessed than those that couldn't make it. Because we had three words about that. Jan had a word, Pauline. And they tried on Wednesday to see if there was a Pauline there and there was no response. And so when we gathered together over the weekend, and I mentioned it again in the prayer meeting, people started looking And someone came to me and said, there's a Pauline by the tea table. So I went out to the tea table, and there wasn't a Pauline, but I asked, and they said, oh, yes, she was just, there she is. So I went, and I said, Pauline, God's been searching for you (laughs) for a couple of days because he just wants you to know that he loves you, and he wants to tell you that. And she was like a deer caught in the headlights. She was so amazed. But that was a word from Jan in faith given we believed it. We carried on. They tried searching. She wasn't there, and there she was, and it was the only Pauline, no, no one else. So God is amazing, and um, just please, someone else, come up and get ready. I just want to, thanks, Tracy. I just want to say one of the things that Jackie reminded of, that we need a spirit of discernment. It's sometimes one of the most neglected spirits, and so sometimes when you're praying for someone, they might come up for healing for a sore back, And you're praying for that. But while you're waiting on the Lord and you're discerning, there's actually something deeper. And it could be stress or it could be anger or it could be. And so then you find a way to broach this. And um, a couple of times when I was in a team or ministering to people, the actual injury or, or word that they came out for, you discerned that wasn't the main thing, and you were able to suggest or ask, are you feeling this, or have you been stressed, or is there any, and break, and you just saw people breaking down. But I also want to say, we prayed for one lady, and we just couldn't, she just wasn't receiving. We we, we could sense she wasn't receiving. The words were powerful. I really believe they were of God. There was a team of us, Um, but she wanted to tell her story and she wanted to say something and she just wasn't able to receive. And um, we didn't have the time in a big meeting like that to perhaps persevere or take her side and spend some time with her. That wouldn't be our role anyway. It would be pastoral care from her own church. So don't be discouraged. It's not all every time you go, everything's wonderful and it's all marvelous. Don't be discouraged. We just persevere we're just given the word we're given the gift and we offer the gift it's got to be received so um, you know please don't sit here thinking well I prayed for someone and nothing happened it's alright for them no 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 it happens to all of us okay Tracy.
3: Um, going to this sort of thing isn't my thing at all and I was really grateful to Bob and Yvonne for letting me go because I I really didn't want to let them down but one of the pictures I had at the meetings was a Nike tick. We just do it, written on it. And that sort of kept me going to the meetings, really. And yesterday, when we went there, there was a sign on one side of the hall with some hands, which underneath said, just do it. And I just felt that was confirmation I should be there. And I've never really been been into the gifts. but One thing that Jackie said that really struck me was that they're not all for us. The tongues are for us that we use in our personal use, but they're for everybody else in the church and to grow and if we don't use them as jackie would say how rude you know we wouldn't be offered a gift and not not say thank you or use it so that that really really touched me and the first day we went i woke up at four o'clock in the morning and i was terrified thinking i couldn't go the second day i woke up in the morning i was excited and the music the music was just amazing i played that fanfare dozens of times since yesterday and when daryl asked me how it was yesterday when i got home i said it was just like the best party i'd been to so it was just just amazing <laughs> Sorry, one more thing not having the gifts karen ann and i perhaps she might say it as well we prayed for somebody to get the gift of tongues and she received it and karen and i were just jumping around afterwards <laughs> we were so happy it was amazing so <laughs>
8: Um, yeah, just, I was going to say that, by <laughs> Um, yeah, just to kind of, um, confirm what Jill was saying, um, a couple of times people came out for physical healing, um, like response. There was a lady who had, who came out, um, about headaches, but I could see that she had been, like, wounded emotionally, and, um, and it was, like, it was quite clear, like, the picture was quite clear, and so I just trying to approach it, like, delicately, so I just said to her, like, um, just sense that the Lord wants to sort of heal you emotionally, just going to say a couple of words, if they mean anything to you, just let me know, Um, so I said the words, and they all were things that she had been affected by, Um, and she, like, received that healing, which was amazing, um, and then There was also, um, yeah, so Tracy knows because Tracy's been sitting next to me, but um, there was a guy who, so, sorry, just a bit about the background. So we were instructed to go to people we felt led to and then like pray with them or share like a picture or a word that we were getting. And at the end of that session, there was a guy who was really standing out to me, but I didn't like really know why, Um, but I didn't get opportunity to talk to him. So I sat down and when I sat down, the Lord started sharing that um he plays the guitar like he worships he's gonna write like um worship songs and I could see all these musical notes and things like that so the next opportunity I got I was saying to Tracy okay we need to go and speak to this guy um so we went and we grabbed Bob and I was a little bit I don't know I was a little bit like okay this is this is gonna seem really crazy let me just say it and see if it resonates and, um, yeah, he ended up, he, he is a worship leader. So everything that God spoke about was, um, yeah, was accurate. So just to encourage people that, you know, just speak it out and then, yeah, just see God move. Amen. Just
0: as Marty comes up, Sean can't be here. She's having to work today. But um, she called me over on Saturday morning and she said, you remember yesterday you prayed for that lady in the gray jersey? I'm going to pray for so many people. And she's going, she's sitting over there. And I went, oh, yes. And she said to me, so what did you pray for her? What words did you have? And I said, oh, Lord, Lord, what did I pray for her? What?" And then the Lord brought it. And I told Sean and she said she was actually making her way over to that lady and um, I got there, and when she saw me praying, she didn't didn't come to the lady, but she wondered what I was praying for, and that was exactly what Sean had for her. So that was just exciting.
2: There are just so many exciting things to choose from, but I really just thought I want to share something that will um, give back to you who, who couldn't come instead of just more <laughs> testimonies which is amazing and I, I'm sure that you enjoy but I think that um, I, I I was drawn to go up to people without having anything and it's um, it's really nerve-wracking it really is uh, and and I may look like I have the confidence when I walk up to them but I'm just I, I just need to be honest with them and I just want you to know that you do have it if you think if you're sitting here and thinking wow that's amazing I wish I could Go and pray for people, I'm sure you have that compassion, and I'm sure that you care for you have shown us you we we all care for each other and it is amazing and I think um yeah just this this lady I went up to she she was in the worship team, and I felt drawn to her, I thought I had something I shared that, and she came up for healing and um she uh, and so we prayed for that, but I was patient and I was thinking. Lord, I know that's not just what I'm here for. Um, and we carried on praying. And thank you for your help, <laughs> Rosie. And Sean, Sean was with us. But um, she just got confirmation from God for something else. Um, and that was really amazing for me and for her. And she said, thank you. But just, it's not easy. It's it's not always there. You think it should be there like straight away, that we go up and we just have these words pop out of our heads. We don't. And everyone really can um you just have to be open
9: i just want to thank god really for equipping us we 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 come with nothing and it's the best place to be because step out the way louise you know what can you offer somebody you can offer them nothing and it's and it's such a privilege and i felt so humbled of being there to see people Healed and blessed and worshiped, and you know, I, I've been to a few conferences before in this capacity. And over the years, you, you think, Well, what about me, Lord? Can I, can, can I have some of this? I want to be touched too, you know. And but and uh, God has said, You're here to be faithful to others, you will get your moment. And I think Yvonne, you'd said that once before to us in the training. Yeah. And and God did give me my moment, and it wasn't, um taking me away from what we were meant to be doing there. And I felt so blessed and so healed. Um, uh, it was just fantastic. But when I come with nothing, God just goes, open your mouth, let me speak. And there was, I was um, praying with, with Ray and we were walking around and there was a guy there who you could see God was working on. Uh, and what was, what was he doing? Uh, And I just had a word for him. And I just said, does addiction mean anything to you? And he said, yes. And we prayed through that with him. And I felt God saying, your life is valuable. Your life is valuable. Again and again. And it transpired that he actually had reached the end. And and, and that was going to be it. Uh, And I then said, you know, would you go and pray with your pastor? And I saw him getting ministry with his own group. So he was out in the open and now God will work with him. And there was many moments like that and it feels wrong to share all of them because they were quite personal. But um, we were truly, we the workers were truly blessed with what went on. Uh, And thank you all for praying for the team here. Without your prayers it would have been very, very difficult. So thank you for allowing us to go.
4: Um, I, I wasn't going to share this, but because Mart is talking about how we, how do you get words, and how do you do this, and how do you do that, and and it's, you never know, you never know, but it's the same as you feel you might have a prophecy, and you you may even know what it what it what it is, and you think. Oh, well, that's a waste of time you know it probably doesn't mean anything but, but that's not our problem it, it's that's God's problem if we've got it wrong he'll make it right anyway I think and I've never seen anything given that hasn't worked one way or another but I just wanted to share something that happened to me on the very first day first thing in the morning which has completely blown me away completely and utterly um, Back in 2018, um, we were involved in, in, in something trying to get spiritual gifts moving. And they had all sorts of weird ideas about how to do this. And we said, look, if, if you want to do it, we, we can help you. But you need, you, you need someone like Jackie Pullinger to come and do the teaching because she's been doing it all her life. So they said, okay, fine. How do we do that? So Yvonne contacted her. Anyway, cut a long story short. One of the things that we're asked to do at at these conferences, and it happened that that time, and it also happened every time, but it happened at the weekend as well. We're told to just go around, walk around, be led to people, and have a word for them. And you don't generate the word, the, the word just comes. And... The problem is we t- sometimes sit there and say, well, the, does this make any sense? You know, it's, all about, it's all about me. If I give it and, it and the guy says, well, that doesn't mean anything, we're going to feel pretty stupid. But that's not our problem. <laughs> They're likely to say it doesn't mean anything anyway. But you still do it. And we did it, we did it on the first day. We walked around and, and, and I, I spoke to about 10 people. And none of them ever said anything. You just move on to the next person that you feel that you need to speak to and you, you have a word for them. Whatever it is, you just give it and you walk away. The first day we were there, I was sitting there first thing in the morning, just waiting for things to start. And this guy came up to me and he sat down. And he said, you're Bob. And and I said, yeah, sorry, I don't know you. He said, no, he said, but were you in Reigate in 2018 with Jackie? And I said, yes, I was. He said, you gave me a word and it changed my life. And I've come here today because I wanted to see if you were here. And he stayed with me all weekend. And we talked and we talked and we talked. And in the end, he said he wanted someone like me to mentor him. He's he's not a young man and he's not doing nothing. He's involved in lots of things. But he feels there's a connection and he wants to be mentored. So I said, okay, fine. Here's my my telephone number. Here's my email. Let's just keep in touch. And if you've got any questions, no problem. Let's, Let's talk them through and see what we can do. This was a word that I gave to someone amongst 20 other people that I spoke to that day and just said, I think the Lord is saying this. I think the Lord is saying this. And this guy came to find me because of a word he had four or five years ago. Unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. Praise the Lord.
10: On Wednesday, we met an old friend um, from Hong Kong, not sorry, an old friend in time. He's about thirty five. He's recently got married, and we knew him way back when he was a teenager. And he's um, moved to Birmingham, and he doesn't know anyone. And we were just thinking, who who can we introduce him to that can really walk with him and be a father figure to, to this guy? And we know no, no one in Birmingham. This guy that Robert met yes, oh, two days ago comes from Birmingham. And he's an older man, steady, stable, godly who can walk with this younger guy as he gets to know Birmingham and and find his way in with within marriage as well he's a very nervy the young guy is very nervy very um yeah very nervy but this older steady guy will walk with him and God they haven't met yet but God's put them together it's amazing um I just want one quick one testimony I pray for a lady who's um they're church planting in Leatherhead her group it, Church planting leatherhead, and she said she had something wrong with her leg. And as I was praying, I said, When you were a child, did you have a fall or an accident? She said, No. Then she said, Yes, I did. And that the trauma from that accident has affected her all her life. And that word has really helped her and healed her to get over the the pain of that. I don't know what the I what I saw was a a, a fall, but she she, she said she fell out of a, a. Skip. She said she was playing in a skip, and she fell out of the skip, and the trauma has affected her all her life, and and she was set free.
11: I've just been forced again to come and stand up here. What can I do? Turn the mic up. I say, bend down or push it up. Um, Two things. The worship was amazing. Yeah, I was gobsmacked. It really just touched me. The tears just flowed. When they played that first note, wow. Um, The second thing I want to chat about is um, right at the end, Jackie gave us the opportunity to go and pray for people. And um, by the time we stood up, there wasn't any more space to get in the front there wasn't people up and down the aisles you couldn't get anywhere and i was hovering around trying to get in or see somebody that's standing alone and could i get to them and i couldn't so i went back to the front and as i walked to the front again there was someone praying to there were two men playing praying for a man and he called me over he said do you want to come pray with us so i said yeah so i came and i and he i i looked at the guy trying to find out what are we praying for and he said headaches so I was just right at the back then and and God gave me a picture of his brain, but something on top of his of his brain. Is that too personal? Too late. Um, and then and I, and I and I said and I said, okay, I got a picture. I saw I saw your a picture of your brain and then something on your at the top. And he turned around, he looked at me, he said. I had a an accident. I fell in a quarry when I was 16, and it hurt my brain. And later on in years, um, I hurt it while surfing. I was surfing, and I hurt it. And since then, I've always had this problem with headaches. Um, word of knowledge, Bob, just help me. Is it? Yeah. So, um Yeah. So it was so amazing I, for all of you who think, "Here I am, I got this picture. Do I say it? Do I run away? Do I pretend I didn't get it?" Or, and I thought, "Here it is. I'm going to say it. It's it's either right or it's wrong, and that's okay." So so it was just so amazing that he responded to that and told me his whole story of how it happened. And he was older than me, so he, you know, it was an injury from from years ago. Um, so I prayed for him for healing, whether, I I don't know what happened after that, because he says at the, at that moment, he didn't have a headache, but the headaches, when they come, they were very bad. Um, so I think I just wanted to mention that, um, it, it wasn't my ability. It was my availability. God didn't use me. I didn't do the healing, but I came along. I was the last person to arrive at the party. I see that as a plan of, of, God, Yeah.
0: Thank you. Just before Audrey comes up, everyone sharing about the worship. And um, I just want to explain, Jackie has about 40 professional, very professional musicians who uh, make themselves available when they can, when she's doing conferences like this. So there will be a worship band and there was a worship band there playing. And the worship leader's job is to make sure his eyes never leave Jackie's face because she will be giving directions. But all around the room will be people with different instruments. There'll be violas and violas and cellos and trombones and trumpets and um, flutes and oboes. I, I, I won't even go on. Bassoon, mark exactly. And and these people just they because I asked we know the the worship Um, leader who's playing keyboards. And I said to Andrew, how does this work? And he said they just had a practice the night before where they just um, tune the instruments together. I can't explain more because I wouldn't understand a word. And, and then these musicians, these professional musicians just place themselves around the building. And then as Jackie directs, or as the spirit moves, they're just so you're standing there and suddenly there's a violin just you think you've gone to heaven or suddenly a trumpet blasts out there it's just amazing this isn't the band belonging to the church or the band that was brought together for the conference these are professional musicians who travel with jackie or or who who are available to jackie whenever they can and it is amazing the first time i heard this I was worshipping, and it was just a violent, I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. And when I opened my eyes, there was a lady standing right next to me. Her name's Sally, she was there again. Um, it's incredible, so w- we, we just can't help talking about it, because it does feel like you've gone to heaven. But don't think we can reproduce, I'm not saying we can't, but don't expect that to be reproduced here. These are professional musicians, that's what they do,
12: odds. Sorry. Yeah, that, okay. Yeah, lovely. Hi. Um, yes, it was fantastic. Uh, well, it was a fantastic day and God moved. Um, it's just, I feel I wanted to share something that Jackie uh, said to us the other day for people watching on screen. Sorry. People watching on screen, um, just feel I wanted to share something. It's to do with the chains. Um, and firstly i felt that i was waiting outside for the welcome team and i saw this gorgeous spider's web because it was frosty it was all white and it was quite intricate and i sh- uh, showed it to uh, brian and but i just as i looked at it i felt it was like a web a trap and as christians we can still get caught up in wrong paths and wrong things can little thin threads of things in our lives that can just suck us in, you know, the spider will get us, and it's like, I just feel that breaking off the tra- chains, is like breaking off the things that God doesn't help God help us with a godly walk, and I just felt that even just little things that you're not even aware of, if a friendship that's not quite right, that can take you the wrong way, and I felt it was like a freedom um, that it's for people viewing as well, that we've We've got to sort of, we can get caught in a spider's web. It's all little tiny threads, but it leads to a bigger trap and the spider will get us and we like the fly. So I saw the trains drop off. Um, but one thing Jackie said was that, there are people watching, people here, that feel they're probably not, can't do it. They sort of need stirring up, she said. And it's ever so simple, she said. She said it's like a cake mixture, she said, to get a nice... Con- consistency for the cake to rise and produce to rise up Um, all you need is to allow God to stir you up with his spoon he will uh, stir you up and make the mixture right and make you right with God so that you can rise up and I just felt that was for a message for the church to bring back Um, but God will do it and and something was said it's not our ability it's our availability so just allow God to use a spoon to stir you up, get rid of the chains, release yourself from the spider's web, and fly for Jesus.
0: Thank you. And on that note, we're going to carry on next week with more, but we'd just like to invite Bob and Yvonne up now so that we can have a ministry time. So everyone has, everyone can so just be asking the lord what he's got for you maybe who is on your heart and and let's just actually operate in the
1: gifts they're given to edify us and to build us up